Hey friends, welcome to this episode, this program of the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. I'm Mike McCurry, your host, and I'm so very thankful for the opportunity that you've taken to join us today. I'm thankful that I'm sitting among great men. They say uh, sitting between a rock and a hard place. I, I, I don't know which direction to go with this. I have with us my predecessor. Pastor Mark Smith, the man that for 15 years was the director of Bible Tracks Incorporated and the voice that many of you longtime faithful listeners heard on this radio station. And on my other side is Pastor Joey Watt, pastor of El Vista Baptist Church in Peoria, been a longtime friend and investor in the ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. Brother Mark Smith, would you jump in and say hello to the folks? Well, hey, folk, we're so grateful that you would listen. It's wonderful to be here at Bible Tracks, again, beyond Bible Track Echoes. We're just grateful to Micah to invite us. Good to be here with Pastor Joy Watt. He was on the board when I came on. He was not the chairman at the time. He became a great friend and confidant, a prayer partner, prayer warrior. And uh, now he's the chairman of the board. Uh, what an invaluable asset he's been to the ministry before I came. Uh, during the transition period, and uh, I could joke and say he's your problem now, but <laughs> but give us more problems like Pastor Joy Watt, please. Amen. So. I just had the opportunity, Pastor Watt, to be down at your church and in your absence. There's some pastors, Brother Smith, that allow evangelists in their pulpit, and they're they're crazy enough to do it while you're there. And then there are some that you do it when they're not even not even there. And you you were away out of town, but you allowed me to be in there. What a great folk. What a great people there at El Vista. And you've been there how long now? 36 years. 36 that, and a half is, years. Is that, is that all? That's well, all. and how long have you been a part of the ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated? Probably about 20, 28 or 30 years. Amen. And th that doesn't sum up the, sum, the total of your experience and knowledge of Bible Tracks because it goes well back past that with your relationship with Paul Levine, right? I, I was at El Vista Baptist Church as a young person growing up, and Paul Levine would come for revival meetings. Mm. And so we were acquainted as a child to a hero, right. you know. And I remember the first time he came to our church for a revival meeting or for a Sunday meeting when I was the pastor. And my wife was so nervous. We're going to have Paul <laughs> Levine at our house. So she asked my parents to come over. And, and when Brother Levine was getting ready to leave, I said, God bless you, Brother Paul. He said, well, if he doesn't, I'm sunk. <laughs> so Brother, Brother Levine had such a way about him. He did. He was such a folksy individual and, and I say this as if I knew the man, but the amount of people I talk to, Brother Smith, one of the things that I feel gives this ministry such a foundation is a man who was in full-time evangelism for 60-plus years, and I can't find a person that'll say an ill word about oh, the man. Absolutely. I came... I had never met Paul Levine, but I began to find his Bibles, mm. and I began to look at the notes in them, volumes of notes. There's one uh, in, I think, in your office right now. That man was a constant learner of the Scripture. He was not just giving cliches when he preached. They were fresh stuff, and uh, it came out of his study of the Word of God that's why his ministry lasted so long with such great power. It was fresh stuff from his heart, from the Word of God. That man knew the Bible. Amen. To think, Brother Watt, how many 50, 60, 70, and even into his 80s, how many men like that do you know that still connect 
mm. in an amazing way with with young people. Now, young he obviously people. obviously yeah. had the gravitas yeah. to to connect with the with older folks, with the middle age and all of that, but he preached teen weeks for 40 <laughs> years straight and there are people that still recall him. So finally, we have some folks in the audience right now. Actually, because we have an audience, we might as well use them. Uh, Mike and Jamie Pierce from uh, our home church in Dwight, Illinois. How many years do you, what, what years? If you can think, I'll let you do the math. What years approximately would it have been that you would have heard Paul Levine back in the day? What do you, what do you think? 71 to 1975. 71 to, 1971 to 1975. And folks still, with tears in their eyes, thinking about Paul Levine, brother, what talk to us about that kind of legacy? It, it's tremendous. He was um, knowledgeable in the scriptures, as Brother Mark said, but he had such a simple way to explain oh, it. Yes. Illustrations and stories. I remember he had a message where he set three chairs on the platform, and they represented different aspects of of salvation and what God had done for us. And you remember those things. Mm. And he was not pushy, but he was very clear. And the Holy Spirit used it to create a desire in your heart to know the Lord and to follow Him. Amen. And to, to think that now we get to carry, we've been passed the baton. And I say we, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm talking to, the, to me, because you had it here at Bible Tracks Incorporated for 15 years, and you took the ministry, and it would be fair to say, at a little bit of a lull. It, it was a difficult time in the ministry, and God used you. But then, I can't overstate enough how much I appreciate the fact that you followed God's will in knowing when it was time to start and when it was time to end. And that's a difficult thing to do at times, but yet you knew that there was a time, and, and it almost sounds self-serving, it sounds utterly ridiculous that, Brother Watt, I, I can put the blame on you here and all the people <laughs> listening, in 80-year-old ministry from, you were in your mid-60s at the time. Uh, in 50, early 50s. Or, or, or early 50s. Thank you very much, yeah. <laughs> I'm not 117 yet. <laughs> he was born yeah. in the early 50s. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, no. I, I, I mean, towards, towards the end of your time, though. Yeah. When, when, you, when you were done, you were yeah. what, 65, 66, I believe. 67 right? when I got 67. done. 67. Yeah. So they took an 80-year-old ministry with a Y. Think about this. Wrap your head around this, listeners at home. 80-year-old ministry from a 67-year-old. I mean, you'd been seasoned in ministry. You'd been around the block you know, a couple, couple of times. Yeah. And gave it to a then, at the time, 27-year-old. What were you guys thinking, Brother Y? We were thinking we've got to find somebody, and you were available, and so we found you. The greatest ability is availability. availability. There now, you go. We, we, don't, we don't have time here, <laughs> but the tale of the tape of how God put that yes. together with people who care about the ministry, right. but also care about God's servants, identified a ministry and the skill set and passed along information. It just—it's a marvelous thing, uh, what God did. But it's—it's it's not just the board. Right. They had to recognize, uh, frankly, that uh, the board of mature, godly men, for them to look at a 27-year-old and say, "We see God in all this." That took faith on their part, hmm. because at 27, you'd been in the ministry, but. You had not had this long right. track record, but they saw Christ and they saw a passion and they prayed and they trusted God and look what God has done and is doing. Praise the Lord. Well, go ahead. Brother. I was at a conference at Northwest Bible Baptist Church in Elgin, which really at that time was out of our circle of yeah. Bible track supporting churches. And I happened to run into Pastor Grimaldi, who was the pastor you'd worked mm -hmm. for before. I had seen his name in, in Christian papers like Revival Fires, but I had never met him. 
And so I introduced myself and asked him questions about you, and he gave you a glowing report mm-hmm. about somebody that could do that. Mm-hmm. And I agree with what Brother Mark said. Your skill set and the technology that move us to a not not new age in the wrong sense of right. that term, but but the tools that are in the Bible Tracks yes. ministry today, yeah. even the fact that we're doing a broadcast, which is not only on the radio, but also on the internet and sure. on video, it's amazing what God has done. Well, and, and to, to be completely frank, everyone listening at home, and you, can, you, you would say the same you did earlier this week about how this has never been a one-man show. Never, I, mean, I mean, you never, go back to the beginning, uh, Dorothy Levine, packing boxes with tracks mm-hmm. and folding them and all those types of things. So back at the very beginning, during your time, you in, you mentioned you inherited some people and you said it in the, in the most glowing way, people that cared for the ministry. Yeah. They had a heart. People that were willing to give their time. And, you know, we joke, you know, duct tape and bailing wire to keep the thing together. But that's probably approximating, but they cared enough to do so. And now today, I have such a phenomenal supporting oh, cast man, that all of this that we see that with the grand opening and all of these things that we're doing here at Bible Tracks, all these new in- endeavors, my soul, if they were reliant on me, we'd never get there. But we have so many good folks, like people that are listening right now, that support this ministry. There, uh, I inherited some people along the way. They left the ministry, retired, whatever. We had some people short-term who had the skill set but no passion. Mm. Skill set with no passion doesn't cut it in the gospel work. You give me somebody with little skill set but with passion whose heart is right, it is no secret, as a little song says, what God will do with the passion and a, and a right heart. And so you have a staff and, and folk that are listening, you want to understand, Micah is the face, but I've met these people. Amen. They have skill, but they, they breathe the gospel they pray the gospel. They live out the gospel, not just at work. And if it wasn't for them, Micah would be stuck alongside the road somewhere <laughs> with nothing going on. Well, on that note, we have some folks in the audience right now. Folks have driven some many, many miles right here on the front row. Those that are listening at home, this is the first week of broadcast, Brother Smith, we've ever done with a live studio Love audience. It. And it's a lot of fun. We get a little Love feedback. It. I mentioned on a previous day's broadcast that... We, uh, Brother Smith was he was he got a little punchy. He said something. We got a little preach came out of him, right? A little pastoral thought, and someone said Amen, and I realized, oh my! If I could have that for every time <laughs> I'm doing a radio broadcast, because often it's just me and this microphone. But we appreciate that. So we'll let uh, Mr. Pearson here on the front row give me a city and state. Where are you from? Nice and loud. Fort Worth, Texas. You're fine. You're fine. So so he so in the second row we got Fort Worth, Texas. And that may be born there, but let's see, Brother Pearson, right here. Where, where, city and state, where are you from? I'm from Saybrook, Illinois. Saybrook, Illinois, and we appreciate him. His daddy works at Bible Tracks Incorporated. He's part of that crew that you were yep. talking about. Mr. William, city and state? Uh, Farmer City, Illinois. Farmer City, Illinois, and his dad and a family is helping with the smoked chicken that we oh, had. Uh, I've heard nothing. Godly people do smoked chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard nothing but good things about this. I have barely sunk my teeth into any because I've been, you know, talking and, and all of that. I'll have to stop talking, put some food in my face. But yes, sir, where, where, what city and state, where are you folks from? We're from Cato, Illinois. Thank you so much. I greatly appreciate you being a part today. Yes, sir. Where'd you drive from? Joliet, Illinois. Joliet, Illinois. We got a lot of folks from Illinois. We're going to have one that's not from Illinois in just a moment. But Miss Jamie, Mike Pierce, speaking of people that keep you from being stuck on the side of the road, Brother Mike, 
works at the place that we we purchased our motorhome from. Ah. And so in the midst of the the tribulations and turmoils that happen with motorhomes, <laughs> they keep us on the road. Where are you folks from? Dwight, Illinois, our home church. Brother Gail Adair, you are from Pastor Joey Watch Church, Peoria, Illinois. Thank you so much. And then we got about 30 seconds left. Brother Joe Katinsky on the back row there. Where are you from, sir? Stowe, Ohio, near Akron, Ohio. I became friends with Brother Joe when we were when I was associate pastor in Akron. Yeah. A good friend. He was actually working on the building this morning. But those of you that are listening right now, we've got, let's see, one more episode this week. Now, I'm going to encourage you to join us tomorrow on the Bible Tract Echoes radio program. Brother Mark Smith will be here. I'm excited to talk to him one more time. Thank you for joining us today. But join us tomorrow. My prayer is that you have a great day. For his glory. Thank you so much for listening. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309 828 6888. That's 309 828 6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois, 60420. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.